Hey, what is happening? And welcome back to the BBFA Leadership Podcast. It's great to have you here, and it's great to be with two of the very best people. I'm joined to, today by our co-host, uh, Pastor Colby, our kids' pastor. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? How are y'all? Uh, we're doing, we're doing, doing good. good. Doing we're doing good. good. You doing okay? <laughs> I'm doing very well. Okay. Thank it's you for good. asking. And uh, we are joined by the one and only Brother Gary Grisham. What's happening? How are you? Doing good, sir. How are you? Good. We're good. We're good. It's great to be here. Uh, man, this has, been, this has been a really fun day. We've actually filmed all this in one day, and uh, there's been some really impactful moments and just some really goofy moments and we won't show you the bloopers by any means but uh the the if you haven't seen the first two episodes uh you got to go back and watch them all three in this series have been all about the life of pastor gary and uh we started out we talked about your life in texas and silsby and and maranatha and all those wonderful things and then last episode we talked about uh, we talked about your life starting out here in Van Buren and making the trek up the mountain and and uh, super church and youth and music and all that kind of stuff. And now all of it has led to this last episode um, where we just kind of we look generally over your life and uh, back at ministry. And if uh, if you if you have any regrets and if there's anything that you really felt like you accomplished and and looking forward to what retirement's going to be like. And so. Uh, we want to just get right into it today, and uh, and so, what would you say, Pastor Gary, is is the key to longevity? There's there's a lot of people. I'm friends with a lot of people in ministry, and you see them from maybe one church to another church. They don't stay very long at a church or even in the ministry at all. What would you say um, is the benefit of being at at a single church for 40 years? And what would you say is the key to just being in the ministry this long? Well, that's a that's a that's a hard question. I'm sure, but uh, I think the word that comes out with me is that I've, I just wanted to be faithful. Hmm. You know, I think faithfulness is a key. When God calls you someplace, I don't go to a place looking for someone else, where else to go. go. I want to be faithful hmm. in that place. That's great. And I think is and as you know, the Lord could have led me many times to go somewhere else, but I always. I always tried to be faithful to the task that the Lord placed me in. Hmm. That's, that's great. That's, that's great. I would think just to be faithful that's and word. let the Lord take you yeah. to places you don't, you can't even imagine. Yeah, that's yeah. words to live by. Yeah. And so with you being um, in the ministry and at this church for 40 years, obviously a lot has changed over 40 years. I mean, I mean, that's four <laughs> decades. It's a lot culturally, technologically. Yeah. Um, just in our society, a lot has changed in the past 40 years. Um, what Has anything changed in regard to how do you approach ministry or how do you do ministry in the past 40 years that you've noticed or has it changed at all? Uh, how have you noticed, how have you had to adapt to, um, to societal, society changes and technologi- technological changes? How has, that, how has that changed your approach to ministry over the past 40 years? Well, I... You know, this might be a strength, but I think change is good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, change is good. It progresses people. Right. Um, you know, uh, there's been a, a lot of times when when uh, change is necessary, and then there's some times that you have to change because of, you know, maybe uh, to maybe further the gospel and, 
and uh, do things differently to uh, affect people. Like yeah. who would have ever thought we'd have started a super church program here? Right. Right. You know, at one time when we first came, that wasn't even in our memory. And then when you think about how that the, through the ministry of the church, how it's changed and search and rescue, you know, super church actually turned into search and rescue for years. Mm. And uh, because the kids, as they got older, we saw a need of having a church downtown Fort Smith, you know, and with the help of Clarence Smith that has started a, a, an inner city thing that exploded. Yeah. And uh, I remember Friday nights that the place would be packed. We'd feed them, you know, we'd sing, worship, and then preach the gospel and see life. We actually saw lives change from people that lived off the yeah. street. So change is necessary. Yeah. And then there came a time that we had to switch from search and rescue to go a different direction. You know, I think the 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 pastor of the church, you know, that they're the they're the leader. So at the the pastor begins to uh, feel a different direction that we need to take. That's what we need to follow. So change is necessary. That's great. And I, it's not a it's not a scary thing to me. And yet it it is. You know, you're apprehensive about changing, but I think when you change according to what God's plan is, it will always work out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, a, a change is good. I'm glad we're not using the same transparencies that you guys did, <laughs> uh, you know, in Super Church, you know. Yeah. So technology helps and, and people change too, you know. But, you know, one thing that, that often doesn't change or one thing that has been um, true for you over the years is is the family that you've had. And that they've been there as a bedrock for you and so what would you say that sister tammy and and amber and megan and and the boys have have helped you or what what do they mean to you well i can i can tell you right off the bat that uh you know uh when i i first met tammy you know because i i will be really honest right here that i in my the home i was raised in there's there was a lot of and, and you know there was a lot of divorce, a lot of separation, lot, so I, that affected me a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to uh, to make sure that never happened to me, yeah. and uh, and I know by the grace of God. And it's not that it shouldn't have happened with my brothers or family or whatever. Sometimes it it just happens. But uh, when I met Tammy, the the Lord just kind of uh, began to to show me because I uh, when I first met her. I began to think, you know, I, <laughs> I just might be interested in getting married. <laughs> so, and it wasn't very long after we started dating, actually, that huh. I just felt the Lord said, she's the one. Hmm. She's the one that's going to help you. And truly, truly, yeah. she has been a help and a support through yeah. all these years, through every change in ministry, through everything that's happened in our church and every situation that we've had to deal with or or things that were difficult to go through she's always been a rock so i thank god for tammy and then and then the lord blessed me with two great daughters megan and amber and uh they're all serving the lord and that's what i i i think uh is my greatest achievement i guess you could say is not that it's because of me but the lord allowed me to uh, have a wife that loved God more than she loved me. And then I have two daughters and two son-in-laws that love God more than they love me. And as long as they can do that, then we can all work together. Yeah. So I think, I think the Lord, you know, I'm thankful God sent me to Arkansas to, to find Tammy. Yeah. I would have never met her if I wouldn't have came here. Yeah, that's great. And how did you guys meet? Well, 
aspired to at camp and then brother johnson introduced us mm-hmm. so that was the first step and then the next thing we she would we would kind of talk in between but then that was maybe you should ask her <laughs> <laughs> but maybe not maybe you shouldn't ask her. but tough. uh you know because i was i was you know uh kind of difficult at the time because i was more to make sure that things were going the right direction but uh, i knew and uh but i met her at camp saw her at camp and i saw how involved she was in everything she was involved in the ministry she was in and especially and uh, maybe this needs to be a requirement for young men and young ladies in the church especially with the church they go to as i watched her in the altars there you go mm-hmm. I, I watched her and i was impressed how she prayed with people and mm-hmm. and loved people and cared about things and mm-hmm. and uh, even today she she prays for people and 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 gets involved in their lives and helps them and and uh, I think that's what impressed me that I you know especially in the ministry you wanna you wanna help mate to yeah. well, to help you carry what the the vision you have and definitely she's been the you know a lot of times she's been the stronger one than I've been sure so I thank God for that so that's how I met her and then just a few weeks. <laughs> Well, I just say a few, few weeks, weeks later, <laughs> it practically seemed that way that uh, I married her. So, and, thank, and how long have y'all God. been married? Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to get you, you in go, trouble. You gonna this, get him this in is trouble? This not a good question to ask. <laughs> now, listen, okay, I'm not blaming on my my memory's not the best here right now, okay? But it's it's been a lifetime to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. That's a good. A, a yeah. wonderful lifetime. A wonderful lifetime. To me. One year seems like. Forever. Right, right. <laughs> that can be good and that can be bad. <laughs> we'll let you be the judge. You have to <laughs> That's oh, great. Well, um, uh, the past couple episodes, you took uh, some time to speak into um, uh, the next generation of youth leaders, the next generation of uh, worship leaders, um, and to just anybody in general who feels called, maybe not even to the ministry, but just feels called to be faithful to their local church or to their local pastor. Um, what advice would you give them? I mean, I know you talked about being an armor bearer. Um, is there anything else that you would like to say to maybe the next uh, generation to, to you know, make sure the church keeps moving forward and to keep having church and having leaders? Um, just to, in general, that, that you would like to pass on to the next generation? Well, I would think, you know, in, in my situation, I had always felt that I wanted to go to a church somewhere, but to work in a church. To, to be an associate pastor. That's what's so strange about that, that I've always felt that. Mm-hmm. Now, I, well, I mean, I've had opportunities. I've had people ask me, why don't you, you know, be a pastor? And I said, well, you know, I've prayed about it. I've sought the Lord, but the Lord's always reminded me that, uh, that I've called you to be an armor bearer. And I think maybe the, the, the especially young ministers today, that's maybe graduating from out of Bible school or, or uh, attending college and you, and you want to be in the ministry somehow, I think the best thing to do is to to go someplace as an associate first. And I think that, that as you serve in associate position, you can learn a lot of things from the pastor and the, how the church operates, yeah. uh, the good things that happen and the bad things that happen and the difficult times. I think that, uh, you know, especially in our generation today, uh, it's it's uh we've got a we've got a lot of people that that 
you go to a, especially an associate pastor needs to understand if you go to that church and eventually you want to be a pastor, but you go to that church and you give that church everything that you can give them and support that pastor to its fullest. And until the place that the Lord deals with you and say, now it's time for you to go. Hmm. At, at, at that point, you know, I, I don't, uh, I, I just totally, you know, sometimes that I've even talked to young ministers that have been at a church and they say, well, I don't like what pastor decided to do this, so I want to go somewhere else. I don't think that's the right time to change. I think you need to be submissive and stay and let the Lord teach you something through that era that eventually you will go. But, I, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the thing I've always felt in my heart that I wanted to serve Pastor Johnson when I came. And I know that, that I, if I'd had opportunities, I, I, you would always think about it, but then the Lord would tell me, no, you stay put. I've got something for you to do here at this church. And so uh, eventually, I think maybe God, I think God calls associates like he does pastors. Sure. And mm -hmm. I think what people need to understand, if it's an associate, that's, that's not, nothing wrong with that. That's, you learn a lot of things. And I think that as you go and you support that pastor and you love that church, then the world could be yours. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, what would you say as, as staff <coughs> pastors, be, you know, we, all three of us are staff pastors um, under Pastor Britt. What would you say would be good ways that we or um, other, other people that might be on staff at a church, how can we be loyal? What are some practical ways that, that people could say that same thing about us that's been said of you? Like he's the most loyal person. He, you know, in what ways have you, have you shown yourself to be loyal? What, what, what ways could we do that same thing that you've done? Well, I, I, I would have to say that, that, you know, the first thing to do is in loyalty is to uh, love and respect the individual that's over you. Mm. You know, I, you know, I, I, I've had the chance and the and the honor to love two pastors as my pastor. That's sure. Bobby L. Johnson and Pastor Britt Brooks. You know, and I love them. You know, and I, I love Pastor Britt, and I've learned a lot of things from them. You know, the from each one of them. And I think that as a, if you go into a church and as associate pastor. You must be loyal. And loyalty means telling them t things that are difficult to tell. You know, I, I always, I mean, I, I'll just say it like this, uh, that, you know, someone would come up to me and would start maybe to, uh, years ago, to say something that was negative toward Brother Johnson. And I, I learned a valuable lesson, and I, I'm trying to remember who taught me this, but they did this in a, in a session at a, at a, at a minister's conference and they said that as an associate and they asked the question before you tell me what that is let me get a pencil and piece of paper and write it down and tell me say who's telling it so I can make sure I tell him yeah. you know the, the correct thing yeah. and you'll be surprised how many times I said well that's okay right you know because I, you just don't accept the negativity yeah. and the because you know everybody's got problems and situations sure but the thing about it is if god's called you to a place you'll be a servant and a follower and love and pray and be loyal then god can take you to places you would never even yeah. imagine i think that's great and i think those those are principles that apply outside of ministry even you know in the workplace or in a person's family 
those were really great. Wasn't that Brother Jackson that, that said that? I, yes. I think he was the one that, that did that one time. I think you're right. He's pretty straightforward. Yeah, he was. He was. You're right. He was. So So we've got um uh, we've got all of your uh accomplishments. We've talked about all the things you've done. What if any regrets do you have over the years? Do you have any regrets in regards to anything uh ministry wise or or anything you wish you would have done differently? Well, I mean that's a that's a hard question. <laughs> it is. Throw a curveball at you. The, the, the thing that you know, I, I don't regret anything that uh, necessarily that that I've been involved in. I think my regret would be that I didn't have the strength to follow through with keep it going, doing that. You know, uh, because I understand. You know that uh, times change and people change. And, uh, and I knew there was a day coming, you know, but I, cause, but I always had in the back of my mind that, you know, the, uh, that I wanted to be loyal to this church and then loyal to the pastor, that God's going to lead me and direct me and keep me where I, I'm supposed to be. Sure. I think every associate pastor just needs to go to that place and, and, and think they're going to be there for eternity, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. life. Because if you go someplace, you, there's so many lessons you can learn in ministry that I've been able to to speak in I mean not saying it but to speak in conferences about how being loyal to your pastor yeah. you know because uh, you, you you know it's and it's not I mean, don't misunderstand sometimes even when the pastor gets on to you yeah. nobody has ever known that I don't take that home right. I've never told my wife when brother Johnson would tell me something that was negative about me or what I had to do. I've never told anyone about maybe if Pastor Britt had to correct me in an area. The thing about it is I learned from those corrections. Yeah. And I think every, every any kind of uh, young person that's gonna go into the ministry needs to know that they've gotta go in with tough skin. Yeah. They gotta know that God's called you to do that, then follow that calling until the Lord sends you to that other level. Yeah. And that other level could be just right there you just grow stronger in your relationship with God, and you you help grow a church. That is so great. I love that. Yeah, that's great. That's really good. Well, I know you've told you've told millions of funny stories and stuff about different things that happen. Do you have like a funniest moment in ministry that's ever happened to you? I know I, <laughs> I know a couple that I'm thinking of, but what what would you say is maybe the funniest thing that's happened? while you were ministering or, or being on staff or something? Well, I, I've, yeah, there's been quite a few of those times. I've, <laughs> Just I've a couple. And, <laughs> I've messed up and done something wrong, but I'll never forget when we first moved into the the uh, church when we had the mauve carpet and everything, mm-hmm. and, and uh, uh, the pastor's chairs was on the platform, and I was uh, le- leading worship, and then I was turning around to, to direct the choir for this choir song, choir special we were gonna do. Well, at that same time, uh, uh, Brother brother Johnson was changing his microphone battery, and uh, so at the, at the same time I turned around, he just kinda handed it to me to get rid of it or something. So I took it and just put it in my pocket, Uh-oh. just dropped it in my pocket. And so I began to direct the choir, and we were just a going, and I, I think the choir thought I was really getting with it, but the problem was that my keys had charted against the battery <laughs> in my pocket, and it literally blew. It literally caused a fire, a hole in my head, oh, and bur- no. burnt my leg. And I was moving around and shouting and doing it, but I wasn't really shouting in the spirit. I was shouting because I was trying to loose the keys. 
<laughs> from my battery. And uh, then after the choir song was over, I immediately went to the side door and got, and Lord, the, the battery was so hot. Oh, that's it burned so a hole in funny. my So he thought I was shouting, but yeah. it, I was shouting all right, but it wasn't from the Spirit of God. Oh, that it was from a battery. Funny. That is really great. But oh, many other times I've, I've knelt at the <laughs> altar to pray for people. We used to have prayer time at the altar. And uh, I would ask them, you know, you know, pray for them. And, and uh, I would, uh, they said, my leg is, is bad. And I reached down, just kind of touched the, the foot or something. Just pray, pray, pray. And I'm just praying. And, and when I'd look up at them, they said, here's the other, the other foot. <laughs> <laughs> I just prayed again for the other foot. <laughs> oh, many times. This, I don't want to go into something but very embarrassing, but hey, it's all right. Why, why don't you tell us about the, um, uh, the, the story of the um, the Easter the Easter program um, was it Easter program or Christmas? The Easter program from <laughs> from somewhere from down under. <laughs> from down, <laughs> it was from somewhere. Uh, we were doing a cantata, and uh, we were uh, <laughs> we did it by by split track, and uh, we started. It was a very opening song, and I, and I, I hope and pray that no one finds that cantata tape or anything, because <laughs> if I do, I'm going to burn it. <laughs> um, we, we started the soundtrack, but the problem was uh, when we started the soundtrack, it's supposed to be real powerful, but we started it in the middle of the song. Uh-oh. And so we were trying to thumb through the pages real quick <laughs> to get to where it was at, and uh, you could hear the the background vocals on the on the CD, <laughs> but the choir was not singing. So finally, we just jumped in and just started singing, singing with them, and it was just a wreck. I said, I said and then it just went downhill from there, yeah. because a little bit later we finally got our stuff together on the soundtrack. But one of the other songs that we did with the soundtrack, the there was a scene where they was going to take Jesus down from the cross and take him to the tomb, and and. Uh, they got him down the cross. They they was doing everything they possibly could, and they picked Jesus up, and they was carrying him to the tomb. and And the thing was, one of the people that was carrying him kind of tripped and fell. And next thing you know, they was just trying to grab him. They literally just threw Jesus <laughs> in the tomb and just rolled the stone over and then left. And I said, okay, so. We got through that, <laughs> and uh, you know there was it was quite interesting to see. We've had many things like that to oh, happen. That is but, great. You know, I don't want to go into all of them. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. oh, that but that's two of the ones I really remember. That's great. <laughs> that's great. Well, um, you know that one one of the things that you know we, we touched on in episode number two, and we're 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 wrapping up here. We just have a couple questions left for you. Um, but one of the things that you touched on in episode two was. You kind of mentioned um, your your heart attack, and and if anybody's watched service the last few years, pa- Pastor Britt has mentioned it several times about you dying out in the hallway, and you know, and the Lord bringing you back to life, and and that's one of the things that caused this, um, I guess, even conversation about transition for you in the ministry. Um, is there anything? Sp- specific about that day or um that particular event that sticks out to you or that you you want to mention today about that well uh do you even remember what happened i all i can uh, vaguely remember is that i knew that uh uh, i don't remember the 
got getting dizzy or something like that and and then I, I couldn't speak or whatever and I, I would think I was leading a song I'm not sure exactly but I'm trying to remember that and uh, but uh, I just went out hmm. and I, I, I vaguely remember I know that it was Dr. Jeff and someone else came into the room and I know they they uh, laid me in that little room that was side there and I remember mm-hmm. uh, uh, someone uh, uh, telling me to lay down flat and and the next thing I do not remember uh, I remember Dr. Jeff saying uh, some I can't remember exactly what he said uh, and then I remember the first EMT the young man that came in and then I don't remember anything from then on until uh, I woke up the Tuesday morning hmm. I wow. believe it was Tuesday morning or Tuesday afternoon in the hospital <coughs> and Tammy was there and and begin to explain to me what had happened yeah. and um, uh, I began to think about that and I thought you know and they she began to tell me how many times and the the young man that uh, I think was doing the CPR uh, he actually came to see me I think it was the Thursday after I was in the hospital and uh, he had had another brought someone to the hospital at Mercy and uh, he he came to see me because uh, when he walked in the room he said, man, I just wanted to come see, to me, a miracle because, hmm. and, I, and I began to thank him for what he did. And uh, he actually told me that I, I, I think I crashed five times on the wow. way to the hospital and was crashed for the fifth time as I was going into the hospital hmm. that said I, my heart had completely stopped. Yeah. And um, so it was quite sobering sure. to me when, he, when Tammy began to explain exactly what happened because I didn't really know. And uh, it's been a challenge, uh, and uh, it was, you know, uh, but I've learned to appreciate uh, the the things about just life in general. You know, every little thing means yeah. really. I love I love everything that happens. Yeah. You know, even through good and bad times, I think you know I'm here to live because the yeah. Lord's allowed me to to continue to serve. And uh, but then I I knew when I had the little stroke. I think maybe it might have been a year or two after, year and a half after, I'm not really sure, uh, the, like the mini stroke. I knew that, uh, and down deep inside, yeah. I knew that um, it was a time for maybe something different, you know, and I, I couldn't, I wanted to, I, I said, I want to commit myself to this church, and I knew that, and I, I said, well, then I'll just, you know, kind of uh, step out of the picture, and then, uh, but, uh, you know, we went through a, very difficult time with Brother Johnson's passing and all this with you know had gone on and then we was going strong in the church with Pastor Britt coming mm-hmm. and uh, but I knew that something had to change sure and uh, and the the I guess the hardest conversation I've ever had with with Pastor Britt was when I uh, explained to him that you know uh, we were just talking and and uh, and I just began to talk to him and said Pastor I really think because I want this church to move forward and go forward and maybe I need to just kind of, you know, retire and, and, and uh, let, you know, things happen and, yeah. and uh, enjoy life, yeah. you know, because uh, I've got some wonderful grandkids I want to be around to, uh, to love on and all this. So uh, I think I just want to, I said, I want to be involved in the church. I don't want to go anywhere else because there's no other church like Van Buren First yeah. Assembly of God. Yeah. And uh I want to serve, do something. I don't care coming up, help cleaning. I, I don't care what I do. Yeah. I, I will always be involved in the church somehow. 
and uh, so the Lord blessed me to, to have life, and so I want to enjoy that life and enjoy it not only with my family, but with the people of First Assembly. That's great. That's really That's awesome. great. Yeah, yeah um, you know, a lot of people, you, you would think when you retire that you just you're not involved or a part of anything anymore but that's i i think that's your heart that's that's a servant's heart that you do want to be involved and be a part of things so oh, i love that we've got some of the greatest volunteers yeah. a, a church could ever have yeah and i was watching just you know the last night when we were having the the wednesday night service at the meal yeah and uh so i began to to think about, I looked around. I would just, I just took a moment and just stopped and looked around and saw all the people serving and, and doing something and working, and I said, Lord, that's what I want to be. Yeah. I want to be just like them. Yeah. I want to be, I want to be a servant because this, you know, uh, there's a lot of great churches in this world, a lot of great churches in this city, but I tell you, there's nothing like Van Buren First Assembly. That's right. And nothing would thrill me more to uh for for me just to come to church enjoy church and and uh, and i even told pastor zach who's coming to to uh, be our music pastor that i i want to be in your choir yeah. you know one day when if he's when he starts a choir i want to be in that because i'm yeah. so excited about them coming they're gonna they're gonna take us to yeah. a whole new place and yeah. i love it yeah. and i'm looking forward to what god's got in store yeah, yeah. that's really great to be able to see you know nearly passing the baton on to on to zach and and encouraging him and you know being there cheering him on and stuff i love to see that i love that it's really great and so, too i mean from somebody who's you know been in a position of leadership for 40 years and to step out and retire and say hey i'll i'll clean the floors if i have to you know yeah. if as long as i get to serve i think that think that sets a good example for, oh, for yeah. a lot of us you know and absolutely aspirations you know yeah, like it does you know so what does what what would you say retirement looks like for you 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 like to fish or hunt or something <laughs> or <laughs> well uh, I, i'm not a, i'm not a fisherman <laughs> I, I fish but i'm not i'm just a real fisherman or, or a hunter I, I hunted in my early days and i killed I, I, the very first time i went hunting with my dad yep. i killed a deer it was good that's, that's the last <laughs> time that's been, good enough for me that's the last time i've been hunting i kind of cried when i thought it might have been rudolph uh, but, but no i think retirement for me is that you know uh, me and tammy we've talked about it uh, at some point in time during this next year uh, uh course i hope this doesn't get out where they can hear it but because uh, <laughs> i wanted it to be a surprise yeah. but we have a lot of young men that's out of our church is pastoring and uh, i'd like to just walk into their church one sunday morning me and tammy and surprise them and just say we want to you know thank you for carrying on the yeah. message of wherever the lord sends you yeah. you know i'd like to surprise them one time we'll we'll, we'll spread that out and because i know that uh you know i want to I do want to be a part of the choir when he starts the choir, and I do want to be a part of ministry in the church. So, hey, uh, Tammy and I just want to uh, just see First Assembly go, go, go. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Well, I think, unless, do you have any final thoughts or anything that you'd like to, anything else we didn't ask you that you'd like to say? No. Well, no, uh, <laughs> it's not like your final, final thoughts, yeah, but I mean, just for the episodes that we've done final here. Thoughts. Yeah, we won't write it on your gravestone yeah. or anything like that. But No, I, uh, thank you for doing this. I mean, this is very kind. Uh, and uh, 
couldn't think of any two people that I'd rather ask me those questions <laughs> than you two. But uh, you know, I, I really feel that this church has got the has got the potential to go beyond what could ever have dreamed to do. And with staff and with the workers that we have here, the sky's the limit. And because the, there's a there, there is this world is in a very very difficult place, and they they need to see. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ like never before and no better place what I can say is that there's they will not hear you know greater preaching and singing and worshiping and opportunities to do than they will at this church right here and my, my prayer is that as we go forward in this difficult day that we will uh, support our pastor and say let's go let's do whatever we can to win this city and this who knows this city and you know I've even been told here lately that there's been people moving here from other cities because they've watched pastor online and uh, I believe God's got a message in first ascendant yes. and, and you know and please understand pastor Britt's been preaching sermons that are relevant for today yes. right yeah. now we need that kind <clears throat> of preaching especially in these difficult days we're in yeah. with wh all this happening and uh He's got the message because God's given it to him. Yeah. So I think we need to totally, you know, take that message as he preaches it. And then as we leave our churches to go out to the places and, and talk to people about and say, hey, we've got the answer. His name's Jesus. And, and if you're not going to a church, come to Van Buren First Assembly. You'll Amen. find the presence of God, the preaching of God's word like never before. That's awesome. Amen. That's awesome. We couldn't well, say it better ourselves. I know. This has been this has been great. We love you. Oh, we do. We, do. we love you. <laughs> we love you. And uh, we we honestly would not be here today. Uh, we I wouldn't be the the person I am today if it wasn't for you in my life. So thank you so much for all thank that you. you've done. And it's been great to have an office next to you and, and joke around with you and, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Right? Scary all these years. Scared me a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> Even after the heart attack. <laughs> yeah, we tried to cool that yeah. a little bit after that. Take a step back. Yeah, it kind of scared us a little bit too. So yeah. Um, no, uh, we we love you and we appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming and, and being a part of this and being transparent, opening up, talking about some things that that are difficult to talk about, um, but I, I really feel like um, are, are really going to be beneficial to people and help uh, help the next generation of people and and help us um, to to follow in your footsteps and 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 do what you've done for the kingdom of God. So so we love you. Uh, thank you so much for watching and being a part. Hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, check back in in January and February, the the beginning of next year to. Uh, to see some new content and some cool stuff we're really excited about so so thanks so much yeah so i guess that's it we'll see you next time all right see you next time